everyone welcome to another episode of after 25 guys i'm i'm excited i know i say every week every week i'm excited i'm excited but this one i am excited mm-hmm. we're gonna do firstly happy international women's day um, on sunday but it doesn't matter we're celebrating all month yeah. and also when you do hear this happy mother's day because i'm releasing this special so uh please to all my mums make sure today you are drinking don't even send them somewhere like <laughs> early early bedtime put them somewhere enjoy this day so let's start so with my guest i'm gonna let you introduce yourself i always let my guests introduce themselves so please can you tell everyone who you are hi everyone my name is esther and i'm an online well i'm a digital content creator and that's it <laughs> first of all the fact that you've been saying that's it like esther you're literally the old g bibs you started this can you don't roll your eyes don't roll your eyes i'm no because for me i'm literally like i've only just got started like i've I've only just started to really feel like i'm doing (laughs) something you know and actually like working with brands I've always wanted to do and 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 mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so I only really feel like I'm just really getting immersed into it but when people say I'm the OG I'm like oh, don't, I mean yeah but I just feel like <laughs> I'm just getting started <laughs> no but that's I think that's really honest because a lot of people that do you know want to do content mm-hmm. I think even for myself sometimes the frustration that I get if a post you put up or you do something that literally like the respect that I have for content creators, mm. people you don't know, like the planning, the this and this, and for you to stay consistent with it for so many years, mm. it's honest to be like, it takes it takes this long to yeah. really like set yourself to this point. Yeah, no, absolutely, it, it takes a while. And I feel, I'm, I'm grateful for like the, I'm more grateful for the experiences. I'm more grateful for the mm-hmm. knowledge. I'm more grateful for the connections I've built. I feel like that is, priceless above everything else um I'm grateful that I've built like good relationships with certain brands and then you know not just over emails but you know if we were back in like a normal world I could sit down and have drinks with these people you know I'm grateful that I'm at that point in the in in my career that it's not just work it's also kind of being understanding the industry because I feel like the knowledge of the business is is so paramount and that's what people tend to miss when you talk about influencers or content creators they just kind of want what you see on social media and online they just want that mm-hmm. kind of lifestyle and um they want to want to be able to brag about number of followers or subscribers and yeah. stuff like that but i feel like it's more about like relationships and and experiences and knowledge and things like that um so i i'm i'm so grateful that i'm at that point that i can say like yeah i've built really good relationships with people and and um and yeah, yeah, the experiences oh, I is do. what I hold, I hold dear to my heart. I love that. So when yeah. did you like, so if we go back, so I always like to start with my guests with career talk. So yeah. whatever that looks like. Yeah. So when we go back, what was, what was work? Like what was career? What was, 
What were you meant to become? Because content creating, like yeah. I said, you've been in it, but it wasn't something that, like, the babes our age back then would be like, I want to do that. Yeah. So, like, what was career for you? Um. Oh, I could tell you when I was like, when I was really young anyway I wanted to be an astronaut mm-hmm. so that for me was like okay yeah I was like yeah I want to be an astronaut I want to fly to space and all this and all of that all naive and thinking that was like super easy to do but um mm. I'm terrible at math so I had to strike that off you have to be very very <laughs> good like... at math so that wasn't for me and God said no nope, no child that ain't you and then um I didn't actually have, there wasn't anything particular that I said to myself, oh, I want to be. I remember after I had my son, I was kind of overwhelmed with all these emotions and I really wanted to be in a I was 17 when I had him. So I gave birth 10 days before my 18th birthday. Um, Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't even like an adult kind of. I had no Mm -hmm, clue what I was doing, but it's, it's all good um so yeah at the time when I, after I had my son I was like yeah you know I feel like I want to go into midwifery um after going through the experiences that I went through and everything I mm-hmm. want to focus particularly on younger younger women so teenage women okay, who yeah. you know have children and don't particularly have the support that I have um be it you know from family or socially or the community or whatever it may be I kind of wanted yeah. to to do some work in charity but that didn't last very long either and then I um, went back to university and I started studying. Um, well, I started working within like the fashion industry. Um, okay, okay. Oh, another yeah. fashion base. Yeah. It. So I got my like dip my feet in a little bit, and I saw that I quite like it. Um, and but I was always into fashion. I was always into like clothes yeah. and hair and shoes and um, and makeup. I was always into those things. I was always trying something, but I never thought yeah. it was like a I didn't think it was going to be anything major. I just thought, okay, I like doing these things. I'm going to try all these mm-hmm. different things. And that was it. Um, but now thinking back, it's just like everything just made sense. Like people would always ask me, yeah, oh, where yeah, did you get this from? Yeah, like where did you get your hair from? Where did you get this from? Oh, those shoes are really nice. I was like, yeah, it's like, I just like to put things together. <laughs> um, and then that's when, I guess, the hobby kicked off. So... Um, okay, okay. So just starting YouTube. off as a hobby. Yeah, exploring YouTube. Um, and I didn't like. Re- I it came to a point where I was like, okay, so I can make money off of my content. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see. I knew people would were doing like YouTube full time, and that was like their job. But I didn't say to myself, okay, I'm gonna do it full time. I was just like, I'm just gonna stop applying for jobs because I'm tired of working for people. And that's kind of when yeah. it started. That's when like the journey kicked off officially. When I said to I think I said to my sister, she was also, how's the job hunting going? This was after I graduated. How's the job hunting yeah. going? I was like, yeah, it's going well. First time she asked me. It's, it's like, going. Yeah. It's going. Then six months later, I think she asked me again. She said, oh, how's the job hunting going? And I was like, yeah, you know. And then like a year later, she'd asked me. So this was me doing YouTube full time for a year. And then she asked me again yeah. and she was like, so how's that? How's it all going? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not looking for jobs anymore. I just decided I'm going to do YouTube full time. And she was like, oh. I love that how old were you at that time so you say you just finished uni so how old yeah so I would have been um my son was six I would have been about 20 I want to say 28 23 24 I think so I was definitely the oh no I think I was about 20 
25, about 25 or 26. I think I was the oldest in yeah. my, my class, my uni class, because everybody was fresh out of college. So everybody was still oh, yeah. like 19, like 20, 21. Yeah. So I was definitely like the oldest. So I was about 25 or 26. What made you? Because I know, you know, obviously job hunting, job hunting, mm -hmm. I tell people, is like another job on its own. So like you have to, like you have to dedicate yeah. your time to job hunting. But apart from that, what made you just decide, you know what, I don't want to go back to work? Like, was it your experience at work? Like, was it uni? Like, what was it that made you, you know what, I'm done, done? It was just more like, I, I, I think there was one job in particular that I had that, mm -hmm. of course, at the, this time, YouTube wasn't really bringing in any money. It wasn't like a livable income. It's not something that I could like, yeah. pay my bills with. I could pay bills here and there, but I couldn't sustain off of the money I was making. Um, so I'm, uh, I was still doing like odd jobs. And I remember I was signed with a, uh, an agency who would kind of send me jobs every now and then. Like, we've got this job. Would you like to do it? It's for like two weekends. Okay. This is the pay kind of thing. I was like, yeah, cool. I still had time to do YouTube during the week. And I'll just go and do like an odd job here and there on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, so then I, there was one job in particular that I had, there were, there were a few that they would send my way that I liked. Um, yeah, yeah. There, was, there were two actually that stood out to me the most. One, I made really good, a really good friend there. Um, we still talk up till now actually, but it was at Heathrow Terminal 5. This is when like the airport was still fresh. It was brand new. Yeah, yeah, just um, brand new. Yeah. Okay, I remember them times. And then I had to go there. I had to be there at like 8.20 in the morning every day. And from where I live, I live in basically in central London. But oh wow, train, that's a journey. It's a journey. You know when you're going to the airport to actually travel, you don't mind that journey. It's different. You put it into it's your time, it's, in it. Yeah, it's like it's what it is. Like, it's a different yeah, feeling. Yeah, like I'm leaving the country. But this was like, exactly. I will travel to the end of the world. Right. This one was I'm going to the airport to come back home. Back. But I need to be <laughs> that's a tease. every single day. It was such a tease, and mm. oh, I was so miserable. Like, I would just sleep on the train to work early in the morning. I, I think I would drop my, son off, drop my son off at nursery or was it childminder? One of the two anyway. I think maybe it was, it, oh, I don't remember. Perhaps he was in primary school. But mm -hmm. I would drop him off and I'd just make my way to the train. And I was so miserable. It was like an hour, 40-minute journey all the way to Terminal 5. I'd nap, wake up, see if we're there, nap again, wake up, finally get there. And then, you know, at the airport, you get the messages that are like, um, da -da, BA flight 0122 to New York, departing from gate, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be there and I'd be like, oh, I'd love to go to New York. Two minutes later, da -da, Qatar Airways flight Q12 to Doha, <laughs> departing from, and I'd be like, I'd love to go to Doha. And no, was, I could have worked there. That, that would stress me out. I'll, it no, was I was stressed out. Every other, it was, we probably have about 30 um, announcements every yeah. minute. So many. It'd be like, this flight to this place and that flight to that place. And every time I'll just be like, I'd love to go there. I'd love to go there. Mm -hmm. It got me down. <laughs> it really got me down. And I was like, I can't be doing this. Luckily, that job was probably like, I think it was maybe for like two months and they wanted to keep me oh, on yes, it wasn't long. I was literally like, I can't do this. I can't be doing this. It's too much. And the pay was decent. So it wasn't long. And then that same mm -hmm. agency also got me a job working at like student accommodation um, where yeah. I would like, so it was like May and September. So May, you were moving students out. September, you were moving students yeah. out. Um, so that was, okay. I didn't mind it. 
but I'll come back to that one. And there was another job in particular that I hated. Sorry, I'm going on for quite a while. I hated this. No, no, go. Um, I remember it was working for like a shoe company in House of Fraser, but it was in the basement. So oh my God. it was no oh, natural light. It was just like and one of those floors, you know, in department stores, there's always a floor that people don't really go. It's not like the footfalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off limit. Yeah. So it was either like the tech floor or like the basement food hall. It was always like the place that didn't have that much footfall. So it wasn't like the beauty hall or the perfume hall. Yeah, yeah. Fashion hall. It was always like, yeah. So this one was like (laughs) no hall, barely any customers. And I remember I would stand there and just look at, the escalators that led out you know the escalators in the house of Fraser that led out onto the streets yeah 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 exit yeah. exit I'd always be staring at the escalators just daydreaming like I need to get the heck out of here I worked there for two weeks mm-hmm. one lunchtime I was like okay yeah I'm going to lunch I carried my bag no you didn't I went to bed I was like I'm not I can't do this anymore do you I know what like, sometimes your spirit like, says no no, sometimes your spirit I says no. Work for anybody else. I was, I just can't do mm-hmm. it. I'm standing here. There's no customers. I haven't. I probably made one sale in that two weeks. I just, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like, my brain cells are fried. There's so many things I could be spending my time doing. I don't care. With your son? Yeah, I don't care if I'm not getting paid. I didn't get paid for those two weeks. They didn't call me. They didn't look for me. I went home and I slept. That's how I know I wasn't valued in that place. <laughs> and I'm not gonna stay yeah. around somewhere that I'm not valued. I'm just standing around here hoping to make sales for somebody else I can go and do something better with my time like this is long yeah I went home and I slept but going back to the other job I did the student accommodation I remember um I loved that job I loved it I like I really enjoyed it I'd go I'd meet people, yeah. meet different people we'll talk about so what do you do Monday to Friday what do you do like what yeah what are you in college what are you coming out of kind of thing and then one girl yeah, was yeah. like oh so what do you do I was like yeah I do YouTube videos like here and there but I just do like temp work whenever I can like whenever something good comes up and she was like oh okay and she was like do you have Instagram or anything I was like yeah I gave her my Instagram exchange socials and she looked and she was like rah you got like 20k followers she was like why are you working here and I was like well because I need to make money isn't it and I remember, right now. yeah, and I remember a girl, another girl in the group, she was like, I know who you are. I really love your videos. And I was like, you do? I was like, oh, shit. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Like, thank you, kind of thing. And she was like, no, keep going. And that was when I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I like this job. It brings a bit of money, but I need to spend my time focusing yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on what I actually enjoy doing I need to spend more time focusing on YouTube so that was kind of like a light bulb moment for me where it was like okay I need to invest more time in my content and on you know on my social yeah in what you brand. actually want to do yeah yeah so no it was like a process I get that that's yeah no that's amazing like the fact that because also with the YouTube thing was it did you ever think like I just want to do a job that allows me to spend more time with my kid because at that time your child was growing up as well. Yeah. yeah. To be very honest with you, I was in like my early 20s. I was, well, mm. early to mid 20s. And that wasn't really a thought in my mind that I was still trying to live for myself, you know? And it's, yeah, I think people, people have this like imagination about when you become a mother, you just want to smother your child. And it's just like, oh, I just want to give them so much love. I always want to be around them. <laughs> but firstly, you know, I was under so much pressure from having a child at 17. I didn't realize yeah, how much I, imagine. 
I didn't realize how much I needed to sacrifice to actually like raise my child. Um, oh, I didn't tell really, them. Yeah, tell I didn't them. realize how difficult it was going to be. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that regardless of where I was, what I was doing, I always had to consider this small human. I thought, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, I've got family around me. Like, if I'm going out, just take care of him, innit? Like, why do you need me? But you need to, like, there's no day off. You could be in Timbuktu. Something could happen to your child, heaven forbid. Yeah. It's your phone they're going to call. So you're not settled in Timbuktu. Your head is with your child. Like, even regardless, even if something bad happens, heaven forbid, or something good happens, nothing happens you're just living day to day you're always always in mum mode there's never a time where you're not in mum mode and if you're not in mum mode you're being shamed for not being in mum mode you're oh my god shamed for not like oh she's a mum why is she behaving like that you know but I think one thing I always used to remember was that I was me before I had a child and I'm still gonna continue oh my god you know preach preach I think I never really thought like oh um yeah, it wasn't a thought that crossed my mind, I'll be very honest with you. Um, but no, I, I think it was that. more towards like my late twenties that mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, okay, I understand that this is I I've known this was my role and I understand it's my role. However, yeah. I think I needed to find a way that it made sense for me. So yeah, I needed to find things that we could do that not it's not just child friendly but also I can actually have a connection with him while we're doing this particular thing um because it's so hard like you have to you essentially need to change who you are when you have a a a child and going from a teenager I don't really know who I am as it is I'm only yeah because you're still trying to get to know yourself yeah I'm only becoming and then having to like be this person there's a lot of pressure and I think I didn't realize how tough it was until I was older and I was able to kind of mm-hmm. adjust and um yeah and like adjust and actually kind of be mum in some in in some settings because there are times where I'm like I don't want to hear it you need to go and do something by yourself and I need to be in my I need me time I need to be in my corner um and sometimes Amen. even now he'll ask me he'll be like what's wrong I'm like nothing's yeah wrong. he's like no something's wrong mum I'm like no nothing's wrong I just want I just, I just don't want you to ask me questions how about that no it's so it's real I think it's so real like and I think it doesn't get easier the older you get to deal with this whole mummy thing mm-hmm. not at all like anyone that says that like motherhood is difficult in whatever stage of life mm-hmm. and I even like I even have a newfound respect for you young mums because mm-hmm. I'm in my 30s and I had my kid at 30 mm-hmm. and sometimes babes I just want to close the door yeah I want to lock the door, go in the bathroom, chill out, just be in mummy vibe. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get that when you talk about, you know, it feels like everyone wants us to be like, I love, I yeah, love being a mum. It's the best yeah. thing. Da, da, da. Like, don't get me wrong, my child is on my mind all the time. Sometimes. Like, I sometimes I don't even want to think about him, but before you're thinking about them. Yeah. So, so when I can have time for myself, like I always tell mums, I'm like, listen, yeah. You guys, first of all, don't be in a hurry to have them because no. once you have them, it. it's not your life anymore. Yeah. And then secondly, if you do have them, please make sure you have mummy time mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. and don't feel, ah, oh, don't even feel guilty about yeah. it. Like, But you know you what's post- so crazy about mummy time? Mm-hmm. You know when you drop your child off for the weekend? So let's say you drop them off, I don't know, perhaps a friend or a sibling or a cousin or their grandparents. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to have them for the weekend. The moment you drop them off, you're like, oh, okay, I've got some time. But don't you always think I need to pick them up in a couple of days? 
I need to pick them up in a couple of days. Like you're a lot of times you're not doing anything, but you're like you're you're already scared. Like you know you're picking them up in a few days, and you've got perhaps one or two days by yourself. But you're already there in your mind. Like, already I'm picking them up in a few days. I'm picking them up, and it's like no, just take that time. Don't think just about relax. it. Just relax. But you just can't help no, it. So hard. it doesn't matter where it's you hard. are, what you're doing. You're always thinking about your child all the time all the time yeah all the time and it's it's hard and then you also have mummy guilt because mm. I always feel like oh my god if he's with my parents I know where he is yeah. he's with grandma yeah like I love my free time but I still like oh let me call yeah check if he's okay. oh my like god. let me at least call to look like I've to called because like you know you know Africa bears <laughs> even when they're talking they're like oh they're doing this they're doing that you're like mm-hmm, 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 okay oh yeah they like to do that mm. But you're just like, I'm just calling just to say I've called kind of thing. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. So once that's ticked, once that's ticked off my list, then I'm like, okay, let me enjoy. Chill, yeah. And when my yeah, and when my siblings are like, oh, we'll drop him back off, I'm like, you know what? That's it. Like, so I so I always try and push, like, especially moms, I was like, please let's not feel guilty. Yeah. It's hard. Oh. Especially in a pandemic. How have you been? How have you been dealing with everything? Do you know, I, every time people ask me, I'm just like, I'm I'm really blessed. Like, I thank God so much. I don't know how mm. I've, I've got such a wonderful child. Like, he's such a good boy, and I'm so grateful. Um, he, from the first lockdown, you know, we it wasn't really a discussion. Like, because we would watch yeah. news, and he would hear what's going on and everything. So when the announcement came that kids are going to stay at home um myself and my partner were just like okay Coco this is what you have to do we just need you to be responsible um when you wake up in the morning just do it as you would in school pick up your your, your book or your iPad or whatever just get on with the work at the end of the day you're gonna need to stay on top of things so that when you do go back to school you don't feel like a fish out of water um yeah and the same thing for like the second and third this lockdown that we're in now he's just been so good I think the only thing that we find quite difficult is um, making sure there's like food always in the house because when you go to school, it wasn't it was he wouldn't even really eat breakfast at home. Only when he was going to primary school um, that he always had breakfast in the house, and then secondary school he'd probably like grab something at school. So breakfast wasn't a thing that we would do in the house. Lunch wasn't a thing that we do in the house Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. It was mainly just like dinner when he got home from school. So having to make sure that there's always food in the house was like oh my god oh my god okay where's the budget gonna come from like how are we gonna make sure the sugar's always stocked up and he's always got bagels for breakfast and cereal and milk and it's just all too much um it's a lot it's a lot but in terms of him in general like he's he's been good he's he's taken it quite well and um he I think the only thing that he misses like social interactions with his friends and stuff like that yeah um but he's able to speak to them on the phone or text them the ones that he's actually really close with um but as a family we've just gotten on with it you know we've just gotten on with it last year my sister was with us for the first lockdown um yeah so we had more people in the house but my mum was away so she wasn't actually around um but it was it's been good like we we used to do game night every friday with like my other siblings who are anywhere in london and our friends as well so that was something to look forward to we'd always go for walks when the yeah. weather was like much nicer last 
well, last year, the first lockdown. This time last year, didn't it? Wasn't this like when we started our? Honestly, it's yeah, it's it been started a year. this time it's last like year. Mm-hmm. It's been exactly yeah. a year. I don't Crazy. even want to celebrate it. That's I don't even want mad. to celebrate it. So we would go for walks regularly, um, and yeah, it's it's been like it's been cool. Uh, to be honest, the worst thing that I could say has happened to me is the fact that my trips have been cancelled. So. None of yeah. my family members have been ill, um, so I'm I'm super grateful to say that, like, not being able to go on a trip is like the worst thing, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's so good. I'm exactly the same with you. I think the hardest thing for me mm-hmm. with the lockdowns, it's it's been more just personal growth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like just working on myself and things like that. Apart from that, like honestly, family healthy, so I'm really yeah, grateful for that. Yeah. I've just I feel like the lockdown has really made me like sit down and listen to like inner voices to really pay attention. Like I think we'll never get that. Like, have you had a moment to kind of sit down and be like, okay, what is what is it that I want to do? Because I think with me, it's like the older I'm getting, I'm all, I'm just like, okay, so what's the next step? How do I want to move? Not planning everything to the T, but just kind of like, where's my mind at? Where do I want to do? What what is it that I want to? achieve are you there I do feel like I've in the last year I I definitely I've I've been able to build more of a connection with my audience um Mm. I've dived into topics like um mental health um like recently I spoke about getting the smear test cervical yeah the cervical smear test those ones um I've spoken about I've been able to connect with people when I spoke about my sister having cancer breast cancer and overcoming that Um, I got management last year so so many things that I feel like I probably wouldn't have been able to do if I was kind of all over the place and traveling and helter skelter and even just diving into different platforms and trying different styles of content um, I've been able to kind of give myself that that this time to like experiment and try all these different things Um, but there's definitely more do you know I always do this there's definitely more things I want to do but yeah, but that's I, normal. Yeah, does I, that. I have been able to to do quite a lot in this period. You know, the work with yeah. so many amazing brands on so many different projects. Um, but yeah, there are there are definitely more things that I need. I still I I personally want to like get involved with. But I'm really grateful that I've been able to kind of build a, a more of a connection with my audience. I'd like to think I have anyway. Um, yeah, and just kind of talk about different topics and actually talk because before the lockdown, I don't think I spoke much about anything that was kind of not say of relevance because everything you know people level relevance yeah. according to their lifestyle and their experiences and whatnot. But just actually talk about different things and bring topics into the forefront on like my platform um, and things like that. And I want to help people a lot, especially in like the business side of influencing and content creating as well yeah mm. no you do that you really do that because I actually approached you in one of your clubhouse yeah. talks, and yeah. I really appreciate like whenever I can catch them I like to go in because I I love the transparency I think mm. like we were saying with content because it's new people don't respect it as much yeah. or don't see how difficult it yeah. is I think a lot of people are like oh we're not done everybody wants to be a content creator yeah. everyone and their mum and that's what and I think people are just like oh it's that easy just p- pick up a camera yeah, yeah. but in your yeah but in your talks you like you guys have really broken down even um I even messaged Victoria and I was just like you know monetizing what's the next step and again these kind of conversations you don't have especially for black content creators so what you guys do is so important yeah no thank you and I think it's really important like 
I always have conversations with people around me and and um, it's just, again, like I said in the beginning, it just goes to show how much knowledge I've kind of amassed in the last like six years since I've been doing this. And it's not knowledge yeah. that I want to keep to myself because when I started, I had so many questions with nobody to turn to, nobody to ask. That's it. I just felt like I couldn't trust anybody. But now I'm like, heck, how many doctors do we have in this world? How many lawyers do we have in this mm. world? Obviously, there are institutions built to kind of teach them and they go through these particular processes. And we yeah. don't have that in this industry and that's fine. But there are places that you can go to to gain this knowledge. And I want to be one of those people to help people um through it and just to make sure people don't get bs because there's a lot of bs in the industry yeah. and you don't want to um you don't want to be caught in that bs before you learn basically um it's better that you just know and 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 make good out of what you've got yeah how has the industry changed um because you said when you started yeah. in terms of <laughs> that face <laughs> <laughs> how has it changed because like you say like I you started a long time mm. so how was it like especially for for black women I'm always that's always my question it's like how how is it being a black woman in your industry I feel as though now I am more confident in saying I'm yeah I'm black and you come to yeah. for a specific type of content don't expect it to be like what my white counterpart is going to do for you I I mm -hmm. am you know I, I, my culture is heavily ingrained within me my Love experiences it. are also heavy it's made it's, all of those things have made me who I am and I'm going to give you who I am in starting the style of my different types of content um yeah. and with that comes my value comes my worth comes my experience comes my expertise comes my my skills um, mm -hmm. And all of that means you need to appreciate it. And in a way of saying you appreciate it is by giving me what I'm worth. And if I'm asking you for a particular mm -hmm. fee, I'm happy to negotiate here and there because it's business and business you negotiate from time to time. But don't take me for a mug. So I think from the beginning of my, my, my career up until now, I've definitely had light bulb moments where it's like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this and I'm not going to feel bad. I'm going to need, I'm going to need yeah, to walk yeah. away from it and just hold my chest up high and be like, I walked away from it is what it is. Hopefully something better will come. Platforms have changed yeah. so much more. Like YouTube, I remember when I first started, you could put a video on there and monetize it immediately. You didn't have to have a particular type of watch time or subscribe account or, or whatnot. Yeah. I think now it's changed. You need to have like a certain number of watch time before you can monetize your videos but before you can put oh, wow. anything on youtube and you can monetize off of it it was what, what it, it was what it was they didn't have so many rules on um uh i don't even know what it is now but there's just so many rules because they know that people are making money yeah algorithms weren't a thing obviously algorithms were built within these platforms but it wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't something that people had to go on a hunt. Like, how do you beat the algorithm? Yeah. How do I train the algorithm? <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. Literally, that's it what it feels like. Put your content up. People will see it and they would love it. When I joined Instagram, mm -hmm. I used to put pictures of bananas up. I used to put pictures of random crap up there until I realized there was one year in particular. I don't know if it was like 2015 or 2014 where everybody yeah. was jumping on Instagram everyone it, it blew up was there was that one point it just blew up and i was like what mm -hmm. this person's joined instagram what was that 
every other day it was like this person's joined, this person's joined, this yeah. person's joined. Until I realized you could use it as you could be and use it as part of what I do. You know, YouTube didn't have to be yeah. anything. I could also be on Instagram. I took all the pictures of my bananas down. Um, <laughs> why bananas? Ah, why bananas? I don't know. I kind of rebranded, and um, and that was when Instagram was very basic. In Instagram was yeah. just your feed, your home feed, your notifications, and where you post, and maybe like your profile that was perhaps like up up somewhere. It looked very. Oh my god, that was, was the simple life with like the beige mm-hmm. kind of like. Um, they didn't have DMs, no DM, no inboxing, anything like that um Instagram was very basic and it was fun it was fun mm. it was it was it, it's I think I feel like it's the best place for anybody who's trying to get anything seen definitely yeah. I also want people to know that it's not the only place you can be a content creator it's not the only place that you can you can um promote yourself or promote your business like, yeah it's a great platform yeah and it's definitely if you can master it nobody can master it unless you own instagram because they change it every so often all the time every single yeah, time you can be really savvy with instagram you can definitely um you can definitely like build a life for yourself but it's changed so much uh, but i think the one thing i i, I always try to remember is that i just want to have fun with it regardless of whatever i'm doing whatever yeah. content i'm creating wherever it's going I need to be having fun, otherwise it's, there's no use. I'm miserable again. See, see that that's the thing. That's the thing about that I do want to get into is because, you know, I spoke to a couple of my guests about just the pressure of Instagram. Yeah. Just for us normal, to us normal people who are not earning from it. But if this is your job, like, babes, how do you, like, how? Because sometimes, sometimes I need to come off. I'm just like, you will not take my sanity today. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. But when you're doing it for work, like what do you do to log off what do you do to kind of like with your mental health as well usually I would like just chill at home with the family like you Mm. feel these drinks in the back but yeah Yeah. we would just usually chill have drinks um watch movies that's what we do a lot like we'll just somebody one of us will pick a movie and everybody's watching it kind of thing yeah Um, but I have learned to just put my phone down I, I've made it a thing to make sure it's not the first thing I look at when I pick up my phone in the morning, go straight to my Bible app, perhaps check emails, yeah. um, respond to messages I need to respond to. I give myself like an hour or two hours and then I'll go onto Instagram. I even think this morning I kind of forgot and then I opened up a link for um, an Instagram page on my laptop and I was like, oh, yeah, Instagram, mm-hmm. oh. Then all the notifications came up and I was like, I'll deal with it after. But I've just kind of made it a thing to just like not let that be what I'm on all day, not digest Mm -hmm. all this content. And I know it's probably like a, a, it's quite ironic because I'm on Instagram and I create content. I want people to see my content. But I just give myself enough time just to be away from it and to do other things and to focus on other things. And if I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, I'm not particularly being productive. Um, So yeah, I think we just, we always just tour the family. Um, sometimes I'll just, I'll go to Iceland by myself, and that's like my moment or two of sanity without anybody asking. Listen, listen. <laughs> no one knows what shopping. Yeah. Like you know, food shopping. Food po- food shopping. Like I like to put my music on or a podcast, and I'm just walking on my own. Like I honestly, food shopping has yeah. saved me. I take like it, it, uh, just just walk and just go. Yeah. Um. I did that like two weeks ago, and. I, I came back and I looked at my boyfriend and my my son. I was like, I actually enjoyed my time out without you guys. 
They were like, okay. ah, tell them. They were like, okay, do it more often. I was like, yeah, I might. I might. Yeah. No, do it. Do it. How old is your son now? He's going to be 13 uh, in about a month. 13. Oh, yeah, so see, that's nearly teens. Oh, crazy. How, like, how does it feel? Because, like, I get, I didn't know anxiety until I had a child. Mm. Like, honestly, I did not know anxiety until I had a son. Mm. Like, I'm just so anxious. I'm just, okay, what's he going to be like? Yeah, what can I do to yeah. help him? What, like, I wonder, and especially, like, we get real, we've got, we've got black men that we're trying to raise. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't tell you how much sometimes I'll just sit there, like, I'm just like, God, please, you have to, like, because yeah. I'm always anxious yeah. how are you feeling how does it feel for you it's really hard it's so hard I think it, there comes a point where you can no longer control their thoughts so mm. I mean when they're babies you know they just kind of run around aimlessly and you kind of set the agenda for their day so you know you've got dinner lunch at this time dinner at this time uh -huh. change your nappy and it's nap time and this and that and tv time and whatnot so that's you kind of setting the tone for them for maybe like five years or so. But when they yeah, my three yeah. So so you're still kind of in that stage where you know, yeah, that time, breakfast time, lunch time, and let's do your hair on Sunday kind of thing. All those things. Mm -hmm. But now he's he's got a personality of his own. He's got a mind of his own. He's got his own opinions. And sometimes when he tells me like, no, mum, that's wrong. I'm like. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that kind of thing. But oh, it's really hard. It's hard, and now is the time where I'm teaching him not how to walk and not to say thank you and please and this and that, but mm -hmm. how to have morals and how to be respectful yeah. and how to respect women and how to oh. speak to women and um mm -hmm. and you know even when I would say something um like if I'd say a term he'd be like that do you do you not know that that's a little bit racist. And I'll be like, I I'm glad it. you I know these things, you know. I just mm -hmm. want him to, my thing is, like, I, I, I never fear because I truly believe that God has him. Like, God, yeah. he's going to be an amazing person. He's going to be a peculiar person. He's going to do big Amen. things in his life. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I just always feel like, am I doing enough? Like, yeah. the more I need to kill. like, that how can kill. I nurture this a bit more? And, yeah, yeah all those things. But he's... Now I think I'm just more here to support his decisions to yeah, yeah. kind of may, maybe not Coco and perhaps that's not what you should be doing. Maybe you should try this or should we get this so it can help you with that. Just kind of more mm -hmm. assist with things that he wants to do because I can't at this point onwards, it's, you know, where he goes to school, of course, that's my choice where he goes to yeah, yeah, education. Yeah. That would obviously be a discussion. So it's not it's no more. He's going to this nursery. I've picked this daycare. I've picked this yeah, you're like, it's now. all done. It's like all of that's done now. Now it's more, okay, so what do you want to study for GCSEs? Like, how do you feel about this yeah. subject? And do you want me to get you a tutor for this? And even like now when we buy his clothes, the other day I just gave him the laptop and I was like, just pick a whole bunch of stuff and I'll kind of go through it. And anything that I don't really like, I'll take off. But yeah, um, now he's just his own person. And I just pray that, he makes the right decisions. I pray that what we've taught him as a family and myself and, mm -hmm. and um, everybody else and the examples that he sees around like directly in the family will help him make good decisions in the future and help him just be a good person. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. I just want him to be a good person. Don't let people take the piss out of you 
but also oh my God. I, very wise <laughs> and um mm-hmm. and yeah and, and I see that already he's very much like me like he's very yeah very much good. determined when he wants to do something he's not gonna rest until that thing is done that, um that's it yeah so and that's just my only thing I it's no longer really in my control because he's he's an He's a teen. He's gonna be a teen. He's a teenager. A teenager. He's a teenager. Like the especially nowadays, yeah. they're advanced, advanced. Exactly. Like I, I completely feel you in the whole. I just want my son to be a good person. I think you know, like everyone. Oh, I want him to be successful. I want him to have money. I'm like, no. I want him to be happy yeah. because this world you're seeing without inner peace and inner joy. Yeah it doesn't mean nothing like it honestly does not mean nothing I've been spending a lot of my time like listening to um Oprah Winfrey's Super Sunday mm-hmm. and it's a lot about spiritual mm-hmm. work and things like that yeah. <laughs> please do honestly I send it to my I send it to my best friend and my like, babes you need to listen to this it always gives me a like nice little push and it just made me think you know what I want my son just to be happy yeah. if he can tell me mommy I'm happy mm-hmm. I'm like that's it be yeah. happy because there's just there's a lot there is so much happening and like you said sometimes you're at the point you're just like it's above me now yeah. like he's going to be good what else and if I you keep know? trying to make the decisions for him he's not going to be an independent person and I want him to be yeah. independent but I also want him to be dependable so I want him to be a man of his word I want him when he you know yes. gets into a relationship and, and is looking to marry and have children I want him to be dependable I want people to be able to like trust him um and I want him to like just like just be happy and and wherever you are in the world just like live your best life and be a good person I'm telling you yeah that's all it's it's beyond it's it's above me it's all all, (laughs) yeah no I love that so how 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 would you say has motherhood changed you has it helped you because with after 25 I do always like to it's all about celebrating age it's all about us getting older and I always like to push you might not be it might not be perfect where you are because we have this idea that you know you get to 30 if you haven't made it you you're not winning in life yeah but I'm like the things that I have appreciated getting older are not even material things Mm. like these are things that just the way I see the world now Mm. how I'm growing like just the things that I'm into, like with you, with age, like what has for you pushed you to like, I've been a kid at 17 bibs. That's not easy. Like, like, what has been like your, what would you say getting older has really got you at this stage? What would you say? Um, I think, do you know, when I turned 30, so I turned 30 last year, I'm like trying to calculate it. It wasn't that long ago. It was a year ago. I'm going to be 31 this year, for God's sake. But yeah, when I turned 30 last year, yeah, I think I kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, so I'm really a big woman. I've been a big woman since I was 17 because you're having a child. So you're, you're thrusting yourself fully into adulthood. But, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, but now I'm at the age whereby it's like I can make a decision and if people want to question me, I'll literally be like, do you know how old I am? Okay. I'm telling you, I'm a whole woman. Yeah, I'm a whole woman. Let me make my decision. And if you feel like it's wrong, okay, I'll listen to your advice. But I'm a big woman out here. So mm-hmm. I, I've come to the, I'm kind of at a, I don't care stage. And not even in yes. a disrespectful way, but just in a way. No, no. 
since I was 17 and had my son so young, everybody wanted to tell me what to do and how to live life. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of got, there was a bit of a rebellious phase. And then there was kind of like, a, okay, I need to, there needs to be a good balance between mum and Esther. But now I'm just at the yeah. point where I found the balance. I'm also doing really well in my career, thank God. Yeah. I'm also, I'm able to kind of like build a life that I've always wanted um, yeah. and I'm just in like a I'm kind of in the expectant phase because obviously I'm looking to get married and have more children so I'm kind of in that weird phase whereby um, you kind of got what you want in your career you're just kind of waiting for the next part sort okay. of yeah so that's I'm kind of in that phase I'm kind of in the ex expectant phase so I'm kind of waiting to kind of get those things going and I have a mm. child and like buy my home and and um, further my career and things like that but yeah yeah I think the last year I've really just been like yeah I'm gonna do this and I don't really care I'm gonna that's it. I'm gonna buy this and I don't no one should question me because you know <laughs> I'm gonna go here and I don't want to hear from anybody. I'm going to switch off my phone tonight. And if you question me in the morning, I switched off my phone. Yeah, I didn't want to talk to anyone. No, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm just kind of at the the phase where I don't want to. And this is, I think I'm just more unapologetic with it. Not even trying to yeah. be disrespectful. It's just more, I'm trying to enjoy every day of my life at this point. Um, I'm a fully fledged adult, I feel, because I feel like in my culture, I'm Nigerian. And it's only when you get yeah, to yeah. an age where people are like, okay, we can't really ask her about this, but we can't really tell her what to do. And I think I'm kind of in that in that stage. Um, when I have conversations with my dad, I'm not really scared to say anything anymore. Yeah, um, it comes, yeah. It just kind of comes out. and But that's taken time. So I'm, I'm really enjoying where I am right now. I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite liking it. <laughs> quite liking it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I always tell, like, I whenever we talk about age, I'm like, guys, I like this stage mm -hmm. of where I'm at because it's not, I've definitely, for me, career, it's starting very early, like, really decided, okay, this is what I want to do with the podcast. Sorry. I'm pushing it through. Sorry. No, it's all right. Sorry, yeah. Mommy duty. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, I, at this point in my, in my life, I'm definitely like, you know what, unapologetic. You can't tell me nothing. Yeah. I've had a child, I'm grown, yeah. like with career, I've right now decided, you know what, I want to do this post mm -hmm. podcast properly. Yeah. Let me like, so age for me, it's been such a blessing because I'm just like, guys, it's not that it's perfect, but at least you get to a point where, you know what, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I don't care, yeah. scared or not, let me do it. No one can tell me nothing. Because before you had to ask someone permission. Yeah, or be like, you oh, had to... if I did this, what would you think about it? Or, you know, mm. like, I don't want any, I don't even want to know your opinion. Like, <laughs> I No, it's know. true. Yeah, like, it's uh, true. It's taken me so long because to get to this place. Like, I want to enjoy it and I don't really, you know, it's not like I'm a, disrespectful or rude I'm just going to be out yeah, there, like, exactly. doing, all, doing the madness but I'm just at a point where it's like, even if you was so what enjoy my business I'm happy everyone around mm -hmm. me is healthy my son is fine like we have all we need let me just live my life you know like, yeah. yeah I think that I'm just grateful to be able to even be able to be in this position um, exactly. and just be comfortable with with who I am kind of thing 
Oh, I love yeah. that. So let's go into some, because um, obviously with you doing your Instagram style and you say you've always been into fashion, who've been your your style inspiration? Who have you? Because I think when you, for me, fashion, I've always loved it, mm. but I never really paid attention to it properly till I got older. And I was like, but I wasn't really seeing people that looked like me. So I was like, okay, so what brought me into this world anyway? So who was for you? Like when you looked in fashion, that style-wise, this is a tough question. Beauty icon. Um, do you know? I don't think I have anybody that I would say is like an icon for me. When I was in, mm. in university and I was like studying, I, that I feel like that was one period in my life that I was really, really engrossed in fashion, and I was like reading all the magazines, and I'd buy them month, yeah. monthly or weekly or um, however they were released. But since then, I've just kind of trusted myself to just go with whatever I like. Um, there's so many people yeah. like, I admire and if I come across their stories I'd read up on it but there's not one person one or two people that kind of just stay in my mind um, but I've always just more trusted myself with how I feel yeah. about something so if I like something I'm gonna wear it if it looks funny to you that's your opinion um, but yeah I think that's just kind of been it for me I feel like that phase in my life where I was experimenting a lot with fashion and I'd wear different mm -hmm. colours and different I feel like that those years were like my my experimental years and I wasn't yeah I wasn't afraid to do like I'd wear you know the um oh what do you call them uh they're like spanks Sp okay yeah 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 you know like the knicker spanks that came up really high-waisted the high-waisted ones yeah yeah pictures of me in tight spanks and a small military jacket and high heels. Where were you going? Like, but where no, were you going, though? No, I'll, <laughs> no. I'll find those pictures. I'll send them to you. Where I were you going? Went to the club, girl. <laughs> no, seriously, I went to the club like that. And because I had on like a small bra, when I took off the jacket, oh my God. somebody like some one of the security came over and were like, "Sorry, we don't allow people in their underwear in here." I was like, "This isn't." No way! No, for real. I was like, "This is my look. This is an underwear." I put the jacket back on, and I was like, "It's what it is." I used to experiment so much, like so so much. I feel like then I wasn't afraid to try different things compared to now. yeah. Um, and I feel like that was definitely around the stage of like me being in uni and just coming out, and just before uni as well, because I definitely feel like that's what got me into the course I did before uni, and I'm afraid phase like through uni, and then just a little bit after. But I, where did you grow up? In area. So I grew up in East London. Okay, okay, um, okay. East London. I was gonna yeah, say because I'm in okay. South, and you couldn't really experiment too much with fashion. I always used to, so <laughs> I always used to stand now like Brick Lane, Shoreditch area. Mm, yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So all the vintage shops and everything would definitely like my vibe. I'd always be in there, like picking up a new leather jacket or something. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember yeah, those. A lot more experimental then than I am now. But I think I'm just all about wearing whatever the heck I like, you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I was a lot braver back then to try things because even now, when I put things on and I'm like, I'll ask my boyfriend, "Oh, what do you think of this?" He'll be like, mm. and I'm like, do you know, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, I respect. <laughs> but I, I want to see what this looks like. So yeah, I'm gonna go for it. I like that. Yeah. Has your style? Has your style? How has your style changed with age? Like, what are you... I definitely know I won't be wearing Spanx and tights and a bra. Yeah. <laughs> That's not you live and learn. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that anymore. But, um, yeah, I think I'm more... I'm still still about wearing what I'm comfortable in 
and it comes mm-hmm, with my yeah. mood. So depending on how I'm feeling would then determine obviously what I want to wear. Some days I just want to be in leggings and a jumper. Some days I want to be in a full on tracksuit. Um, I'm definitely experimenting more with a lot more like sportswear because I wasn't wasn't really my yeah. favorite. I just love jeans. Um, I still love jeans. I think you can never go wrong with jeans and a nice top. Um, that's like yeah. my thing. But um, yeah, definitely experiment a, a bit more, a bit more now with different styles of clothing, so like sportswear and, okay. and all that kind of stuff. But I'm still um, in still fully in love with fashion but just not as much as I was like when I was in university so that doesn't really um in like what's the word not inspire that doesn't really determine like what I would wear it's more on myself yeah, yeah. so I don't read magazines anymore like that I'm just more like what yeah I like yeah yeah because I think you you do get to a point where you know you know what you like yeah it I don't you try not I try not to buy trends anymore because you know if you buy trends you'll be buying something every time and then you realize honest I was wearing this like five years ago though so why why is it coming around again exactly and then and and a lot of stuff for me like for me I've realized when I was younger I always thought oh you get older you start to dress a lot more I don't know age appropriate please tell me what that even means but I feel like a lot of my style hasn't really changed that much. Yeah. Like, I just know, okay, I like what I like. Yeah. So sometimes my mom would be like, really, can you act, dress your age? But I was like, mom, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I have no idea. No I'm idea. literally just, <laughs> I have my style and I know what I like. Yeah, I just try not to buy, try not to buy things that are on trend. Yeah. Like, is your son into fashion? Yeah, he you... is, but now yeah. definitely is. So um, we bought like a whole lot of tracksuits the other day and just like stuff that he can wear at home comfortably because mm-hmm. um, obviously we're not really going out as it is now so just like nice sets of tracksuits that he can like wear at home and plus he grows really really fast so even these sets of clothes that we bought now probably not going to fit him like by summer or something um but yeah you know he's very much into fashion he knows the brands that he likes and I just I'll be like oh so would you want to get some stuff and he'll be like yeah yeah yeah. he'll come he'll type in the website and I'm like how do you know all these things like yeah, yeah I'm just like yo I see you every day like I know like how where did you find the time to learn about these things so he's definitely his own person he knows what he likes knows what he enjoys so when he was trying all of them on he'd do like a little like a little face and I'm like Okay. I like it. You, like that, it? you have like it. <laughs> <laughs> and everything. So yeah, he's definitely no. I love that. I think my three-year-old, I can see that he already has an eye. Oh. He, he really does. I like put on. I love dressing him. Honestly, I don't care what no one says. I it's, I feel like I had a child just to dress him. <laughs> so <laughs> whenever he gets dressed up, this guy will go to the mirror and he's like, "Mommy, I look cute." Oh. <laughs> he really does. So. It really does. And you're just like, you know what, babes, if you believe it, I believe it. Let's go. So, like, I love that kind of aspect yeah. from him. I think that's amazing. Um, So, I would love, like, I, one of the things that I do love yeah. is skincare talk. Yeah. I think as black women, we, we love skincare. Like, mm. I didn't realize just how many, like, I sound so stupid. God forgive, guys, forgive me. But... It only really, really started coming. I'm like, you know what? Black women love skincare. Mm-hmm. So why are brands not weren't jumping on us from yeah. day one? I so like now I'm just I just I want to know if you Yeah, I want to know people's relationship with their skin. Like how did it start with you? Was it something that you were familiar with with your was your mum 
all about skincare? Oh, no. Mm. There really wasn't. The only thing, or the only person in my family that would have kind of like skin concerns is like my older sister. So she had yeah. really bad acne for a long time. And it was probably only like five years ago that she, from what I know, she had it like, had real, real treatment for it. And that was, oh, okay, her okay. husband was like, okay, we're, we're in India, like we can try and see different doctors about it and dermatologists and see what we can like kind of do about it. Yeah. Um, but that was one person in the family that I knew had like concerns with their skin. But growing up, like my skin was fine. It was until I had my son that- Oh, childbirth. This really mm. bad relationship started with my skin. And I just literally, this side that you see was my problem side. This side, I didn't yeah. have any issues up until maybe like last year. Um, there was mm -hmm. never anything here, always on this side until I had my son, and then I had a really bad breakout. I just had a lot of acne on this side. Yeah, the doctor at one point, I was like, My skin is going crazy, like, what's happening? Gave me some treatment, but it, I think it was steroids or something. But then I had, yeah, I think I maybe I used too much, but then I had like a patch right on my cheek that was like burnt, so it was oh like smooth. So mm -hmm. like you wanted to take that layer off almost. It was really strange and oh, I tried everything. From then on, I would do Dermapen, I would do chemical peels. Yeah. I did I did a test on um, uh, like an intolerance test to see perhaps it was what I was okay, okay. eating. I cut out all those foods. I don't even eat red meat anymore. I try not to eat any carbs. Like I basically only eat chicken now. Like. Okay. only eat no seriously I don't eat anything because I'm just trying to figure out what can help my skin um and that was really, kind of yeah. when my love for skincare kind of began um but my thing is I just never it's like I found a few products perhaps six months ago that I really love and I saw a difference in my skin okay what were they so they were Barb, Dr Barbara Sturm so I use the foam yes. foam cleanser, the enzyme cleanser. I use Alginis, the um, blue algae vitamin C peel. I use. Okay, okay. Um, I recently bought Inky, the Inky. Inky Liz. Yeah, I bought a few yeah. the other day, and I've been using them like just on like my problem areas. Um, but so from last night to this morning, this one has even gone down so much because of the products that I use from the Inky list. Um, yeah but back then I would just be like are these things actually working like I feel mm -hmm. like it, it was mainly just tea tree so I think there was like tea I would be using tea tree wash tea tree yeah but that's and, all, that's all we knew that would, that that would literally... literally be it it was like, okay but I just thought these things are they actually working on my skin um until I paid closer attention and now I'm all about the yeah. eye creams I'm all about Ole Henriksen I'm all about um Ren skincare as well so I only use perhaps like yes, four, four different brands but I try to I try to rotate the products based on what I feel like my skin needs so the more I'm diving That's into skincare the more I'm kind of learning okay what do I need today what do I feel like my skin needs tonight or what can I do to kind of help this or this breakout or this so yeah um but it was never really influenced by anyone in my family just more about the things that 
my experiences and what I felt like okay I need to maybe start helping yeah, myself yeah. more not just with like what I put on topically but also like what I ingest and and things like that that's important because I think what I the thing that you said about motherhood this is the thing guys motherhood is a gift that just keeps on giving it like it is so many ways you know serious like when I had my son like I've always like my my listeners know I always talk about I've always had kind of bad bad skin mm. but it was when I was in my teens that I had breakouts and then kind of started jumping in and in in and out of skincare mm. but the thing is for me when I I did the same I was just like, oh it doesn't work like because you know you do skincare but you have to be consistent yeah and that's the thing people don't really say like there's no miracle a lot of these brands will say oh you put it on and tomorrow you wake up you're a new yeah, person yeah yeah it that's not true there's no such thing it's just it's me learning that oh no you have to take time like give it I always tell my friends give it 12 weeks to see something really work mm -hmm. so like so I've always had that kind of relationship but I always find it hard because a lot of my friends they're not really into skincare yeah. and I always say it's because marketing or whatever the meet the media and these brands yeah, yeah they're not including us yeah absolutely yeah it's true it's true so if you don't see a black woman in an advert using gonna, a product you're not going to be like you don't you're not going to feel like okay let me try that yeah exactly so that's that was always my thing so now like after honestly after childbirth me too i said you know what let me start taking this seriously yeah, yeah. i even now take like some supplements um hopefully to help my skin and yeah whether or not they're lying to me and it's just sweets we'll see in a couple of weeks did it and then i'll stop giving them you say if it's just sweet we don't know maybe it's just sweet <laughs> just this really lovely label on it and then it's that 27 pounds on it i don't know we'll find you, out you're out of but, order <laughs> have you so what have you tried have you been have you done gone to a dermatologist have you done yeah, an esthetician I, oh god listen i've been to everything and everyone i've been to my gp i've been to mm -hmm. a nutritionist i've been to an esthetician i've been to um i've tried everything and i do know that when i have like microneedling and stuff that that tends to help with my hyperpigmentation okay. it helps with like the renewal of the texture of my skin um, oh god i've never done that yeah no, that sounds amazing it's quite painful but it's nice like i like yeah. it um so I definitely see results in like seven days. So that's one thing I would say I see results quite fast, but that doesn't stop me from yeah. breaking out. So if I'm still going to be breaking out, I'm still going to be getting hyperpigmentation. I'm still going to have scarring. Um, so that is kind of like a cycle. Those there's certain things that I know that I need to keep doing to help the overall look of my skin. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I know there are things I need to do to like treat when I get blemishes or spots or breakouts. Um, particular things that I know like all these things I just thought one product does everything I was like okay this one thing should do everything right until <laughs> I learned that no that's not how it works it's <laughs> not how it works no like you need you need something for something but also I'm also trying to I'm also trying to have grace with my skin because these products they're not miracles like I always say to myself babes it is what it is like it is. a lot of the times it does what it can do but I'm also just trying to be okay with yeah. my skin yeah. if a breakout comes it comes we'll deal with it we'll wash it I'll do the face wash I'll do my treatments but I'm not trying to like I'm not be you know when you tomorrow and it looks flawless immaculate like no exactly and even if it doesn't i'm, I'm okay yeah. I, I will live you know, i'm still living I my actually house i actually thought that to myself this morning when i'd done all my serums and all my creams and all this and mm -hmm. all of that looked in the mirror this morning and i was like 
like my skin looks all right like it's not perfect but I don't want it to be perfect because then that's Mm. unrealistic you know and I was just kind of admiring myself I was like yes I'll try and find the video I was literally like this morning I was like yeah no yeah this morning I was like yeah perfect but like it's cool it's fine it's okay I'm not trying to make it perfect but it's Mm. getting better from what I had perhaps a year ago or two years yeah. ago, you know, so, and I'm enjoying the process. It's a journey. Mm. That's the thing. I think that's you, if we take away the perfection, I've literally tried to, I've removed it. I think that's another thing that age has helped me to be like, to accept, accept the flaws because we all have it. Yeah. Like stop being so hard on yourself. Absolutely. And that had to be with my, yeah. that had to be with my skin. I used to hate, babes, when I tell you, I used to hate my skin because I, the breakouts, especially, you know, as a black woman, it leaves scarring. It, a spot will come for two days and then leave you a scar that will last you a lifetime Honestly, if you don't choose it. Yeah. So I've given up that perfection thing. I'm If my skin looks hydrated and it looks healthy, the dark marks, we will deal with you as we deal with you. Because yeah. right now, your skin looks healthy. Yeah, do, do that, you know what? It, it at healthy. Place, it's definitely at a good mm. place. I'll try and come it's trying it's doing what it can do with the breakout the breakouts come i always get one there's never Mm. so if there's one i'm glad if there's three i'm not so glad but (laughs) but we move we move we move move. is like amazing it's uh just the one thumbs up i'll take it (laughs) yeah and then on friday it's gonna have done its thing done the show 15 minutes of fame will be up it would have been out the door so Take your time if you need to be around. Be around. I'm telling you. know that I'm evicting you soon enough. <laughs> so when you're ready to bounce, holla. I'll give you a walking paper. That's what I'm saying. Like, as you're speaking, you are being evicted. Being because evicted. I refuse. Honestly, like, I refuse. I got to a point, I'm just like, I just refuse to put so much energy on things yeah, that I doesn't really control. matter. Exactly. I can't control it. And I... I don't, you know, I don't want people to think my skin is perfect because it's not, and it's okay. Like, mm. oh, there's so many con- um, contributing factors as well. Like, there's so much pollution in London. I'm yes. currently having um, my room renovated upstairs, so there's dust all over my house. Yeah, um, yeah, see. There's so many different things, and, like, it's okay. Like, I just enjoy the process, and if one day I have great skin for a week, that's fine. I'll lay out in the sun and i'll whichever sun we have i'll walk around with no makeup but if you know I'm telling that you. doesn't mean when i do have spots i'm quick to put on makeup because it's counterproductive in my opinion exactly like what's talking about sun my favorite topic guys spf oh. like how how has your relationship with SPF? because i for i'm not gonna lie like right now i'm telling everyone shaming everyone oh you don't wear it you don't wear it it's only again more recently, like in my late twenties, was I really serious about SPF because no one was telling us Nobody that was... as black women we should be wearing it. I didn't. Who was telling me? Nobody was telling me. I think I only started wearing SPF um, regularly, perhaps twenty nineteen. For real? Yeah. No. Yeah. So the level of damage I could have potentially caused my skin is 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 very scary. But I um I did a like a face scan thing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I want to do one of those. Yeah, at Pulse Light Clinic where I actually have my laser done and a lot of the like skin treatments as well. So I did like a face scan and they yeah. said that I have no sunspots. So I was like, all those years of not wearing nice. SPF, 
I have no sunspots. I was like, amazing. There was like no sun damage, nothing. I was like, that's great. So the SPF I'm using, it's from Dr. Barbara Sperm as well. It's very expensive, but it's very effective. Yeah, her, it doesn't need to be a light cast. It doesn't like nice this shine. You see, is actually from SPF. <laughs> it just gives you like this really? glow. Yeah, um, and I love it. Like, I really, really love it. I think it's about 160 pounds. Oh, I know, I know, I know. No, 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 That's probably how big the bottle is, and it's got like a tip of top, but but it works. It works. Listen, sis, if it works, it works. Yeah, and there's another one I like as well from Bondi Sands. They have like a. Oh yes, I'm loving that. That one is really good as well. So so. And it's seven ninety nine. Like, like very very affordable and if you run out of it you can definitely just buy another one without having to like think about like where that budget's gonna come yeah. from but um yeah i'm gonna actually find how much it is for you so i can give you the, the facts but the fact that we've even come far yeah. like this is how far we're coming that we're having these conversations mm -hmm. and this is what i wanted i'm always like guys i want us as black women just to it's for us to be like we can have these conversations and let the let these brands know that we are aware of these things yeah, that we do include us in the conversation so yeah it's 110 pounds um okay yeah but i mean you can definitely there's like a smaller one for about 40 pounds that you can buy if you want to perhaps use it only when you go on on holiday because you want yeah, yeah, yeah very very like like powerful but it only comes in spf 50 so that's what i use and i feel like because i use so many like um so many kind of serums like and, and yeah so many things that are like yeah, yeah. instead of just like regular uh creams and stuff i use a lot of like treatment products um i, yeah, I yeah, have yeah. to use something that's quite powerful so that i'm not no you know, i'm not causing more damage than good you know no that's so true yeah. how are her products because i'm a big fan i'm a but I'm a fan from afar. It's above my budget right I now. Know, but How really, are they? Really good. Like I'm so grateful to to be able to like try so many of them now. I was actually just, yeah, yeah. I was just randomly gifted one day. I think somebody actually came and like dropped it off at my at the house. <gasps> and then I got home and I was like, Barbara, sir. And I was like, oh, like, okay, cool. Like mm -hmm. send them a thank you email kind of thing. And I just left it sat there. For how long? You you see the universe. You don't love me. I left it. Why is no one? So one day they invited me to like a virtual um thing, and then I was like, okay, I was watching like all the videos and like listening to them talk about. You're like, what's this hype? And I, the next day, I think I tried. I think their perhaps I tried the foam cleanser and then the enzyme mm -hmm. cleanser. I did like a double cleansing system thing, and then um I was like, my skin feels really clean. Honestly, like, from the I cleanser, like, I yeah, I felt like I never yes. felt my skin. It was so clean to the point where it was almost like squeaky clean. I was like, my yes, after the enzyme, yeah. I love that enzyme cleanser. <laughs> I love that cleanser. This thing has been sat here. Nobody told me about it. It's just been sat in my room. And then I tried the sun drops. And then I tried oh. a few more things and like the face cream. But what I loved was that it said on it, it's for darker skin tones. Yeah, yes, yes. Actually says. Foam, foam cleanser for darker skin tones, um, hyaluronic mm -hmm. acid, uh, hyaluronic serum for darker skin tones. I didn't have to yeah. like said things like that. So I fully trusted it. I was like, no, I'm putting all my trust in this because you're telling me you made it for somebody like myself. Um, yeah, and within yeah. about a month, I saw massive differences in my skin, like huge differences in my skin. 
And then I went, one day I went on to, where was I? I think I was scrolling through Netta Porter. And for some reason, like the skin, I was like looking at cosmetics and like skin. Yeah, yeah. Across the phone cleanser and I was like, how much? (laughs) How much? And then I came across the PDF and I was like, how much? All these things. So I sent a message to my manager Mm -hmm. at the time. I was like, did you know that these products cost this much? She was like, I didn't know they cost that much. I was like, who do you need to get in touch with to send me some more? Because I'm nearly out. <laughs> I was like, can you apologise that I didn't realise it was worth this much? But she, she was just as shocked as I was. I was, I sent it to my boyfriend. I was like, do you realise I'm using like products on my face that cost about six, 600? Exactly. So you can't be touched. I always said, listen, I said, don't touch me. You can't just be t- and the way I use it now, I'm like, mm, drop, but drop, but drop. We're amazing out here because, no, I, I didn't know that they, the, I really didn't know yeah. that it cost that much. I had no idea. I was totally oblivious. Um, so again, yeah, like the position I'm in, in in terms of my job and stuff, I'm so grateful. Like, I'm really, really grateful to, to be able to like have the connections with these brands and for them to even want to just send it to me to try, you know, um, but yeah that that from then on I was like I'm paying attention I'm paying a lot of attention and yeah I understand that the price doesn't necessarily mean it's effective or it's working but with this that's true that's brand, true. I definitely found that it was working and it was doing exactly what I needed it to do see I've I've heard some great stuff like I've I've bought the I've bought the cleanser you know let me stay within my budget so I got the cleanser to be like you know what I'm I'm, I'm also a believer of if you start off with a good base then whatever product you use next, yeah. it'll work. Yeah. Like it'll it'll feel good. So her cleanser, bad boy. And I know that her collection, the darker skin one, she worked with uh, Angela Bassett oh, to come her. up. Yeah. Mm. So when I heard that, I said, first of all, Angela Bassett, and she looks like this. I want to use right? what she's using yeah. because, like, I I'm so I love seeing women, especially women like Angela, who's talking about skincare because, like you're saying. Us growing up, I don't know, like I'm Congolese, it wasn't a conversation either. Like the women in my, you know, black women, especially African women, they love to look good, like clothes, makeup, but the actual health of their skin, if it wasn't for being light skin, because that's what they considered good skin, then nothing else matters. So that other conversation, like we never had it. So it's so important for me now. Like I see the Angela Bassett. I see the um, sorry. One moment. Sorry. Yeah. No. Like I see. I see these women who are in their thirties, in their forties, who are Asian. Like honestly, I see them, and I'm like, we do as black women. Let's pay attention to the the skincare yeah. aspect of it, because because a lot of us we love to die. Every episode I say, black don't crack. Everyone mm-hmm. loves that saying. Mm-hmm. But it will. But sis, if you're not looking up, it's gonna crack badly. Badly, it really is. There was was never the conversation about, you know, I used to think, okay, whatever I used to cream my body, I'm gonna cream my face with it. But Ah, that is steps, steps to like you're taking really really dangerous steps to ruin your skin but it was never mm-hmm. okay the shower gel that you use for your body the sponge you use for your body just wash everything at once 
Mm-mm. I had to tell my son. It was, it was a couple of weeks ago. I was like, okay, make sure you're not using your sponge for your face. You can't be doing. That. Make mm. sure you're not using the the the. So I've got some things here that you can use. So try these ones out. Oh. And yeah, so now we're I'm having conversations with him about skincare as well because he'll come and be like, yes, I've got spots. I'm like, you don't have spots. You definitely don't. No, yeah. Listen, yeah. mummy, us um. Mummies to boys, mm. yes. To any mums who've got young boys listening out there, skincare is not just for women. Yeah. Like we need to really like. I think that's the thing that I do enjoy about motherhood now in this day and yeah. age. I love how progressive and how open a lot of us are, especially Africans from the diaspora. We are so open, mm. and we we have to do the same for our kids. Like honestly, mums, skincare is not just for women, and mm. um, we need to really push our sons to know like no you can't be watching your body soap with your face so your face like no 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 that education is so important so like you say so you just started now 13 yeah is he like catching on um well yeah he now he will look like he pays more attention to like his skin and his face and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah he's catching on he's catching on and i'm not sure how important he thinks it is just yet i guess it's only when he feels like there's certain certain concerns that he might take it seriously but he's he's trying for now i just need to get him like a a really good face moisturizer because he doesn't particularly have one just for his face so i need to get yeah face cream but yeah i just i keep all my products in the in the bathroom when he feels like he needs to do like a like exfoliate he'll exfoliate um so he's catching on yeah he definitely is Yeah. yeah no i I, Esther, that's so good. I really, I think he will appreciate it because it's so true. Mm. Because at the end of the day, skin is skin. Yeah. I don't think your skin tells you, oh, wait, I'm I need whatever. This, like, no, can you help skin. me with that? Yeah, yeah, you need to have the initiative. No. And he's still young. So I pray yeah, that you he know. has great skin because the other side of his family, they have really good skin. Um, It's more my mm-hmm. side of the family that's a bit more plagued with like things here and there. But, um, you know, and you never know how his skin is going to change once he hits, you know, yeah, yeah, with mid teens, late teens, you know, and stuff like that. But hopefully, he gets he's inherited that side so that he doesn't have to deal with it the way I've dealt with it. But you never know. And he I feel knows. like guys are different as well. Like, I feel like guys can they can rub their face with mud and they'll be shining anyhow. You know, they can scrape <laughs> horse manure and go bah, and it will just yeah. amazing. You know, so. Hopefully he doesn't have to deal with the troubles that I've, that I've had because it just it just it, it affects your your mental health. It affects your your it really um, does. what's the word I'm looking for? What's that word I'm looking for? Your confidence, confidence, um, all of those things. Like it affects you in so many different no, ways. No, it really does. You don't realize it, but you just find that you're just trying to like hide your face, and you don't want people to see yeah. you too much. So hopefully he doesn't have to go through that. No, it really does. Because I think, like I said, like I grew up with bad acne and I was really self-conscious mm-hmm. about it. I couldn't, it's only now like I've started, especially during um, these face interviews and I'm just putting on makeup to be like, oh, let me look cute because I haven't worn makeup before. But before when I was growing up, it was a necessity. Yeah. Like I had to cover it up with foundation. It's only, I think it's only now that I'm older that I'm, whatever it looks like, I'm happy with the condition. Like it looks better than ever. But I'm also not worried and not self-conscious as yeah. I was when I was younger because that is so true. I think for me, I'm gonna try with my son because I know he's gonna. I know he's gonna have my skin. Like right now, he's already got eczema, yeah. so I'm trying to deal with that. So I'm like already. I know he's only three, but yesterday we went to Boots and he was just like, "Mummy, are you looking for sunscreen?" Mm-hmm. So like he he listens. Mm-hmm. 
So he's picking up these little things, and I and I do, and I'm really trying to push for him to enjoy skincare yeah. and see it as oh, I'm looking after yeah. my skin as well. Yeah. Like skin is skin. I like I'm like babes. Look after it. You don't have to do. I think that's also another thing. People who are not really into skincare think it's long. They think it's not necessary. And it's like it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah, if you've got great skin, it's fine. But you still need to feed your skin with the necessary. You know. Yeah, like the, the hydration, protect it. Like you don't have. You don't have to do the most. I think the most is for people who want to and who enjoy it. Like I, me, I, I can do a whole ten step. It, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can do a whole ten step in the bathroom. Once I've locked myself in there, I can just go. <laughs> I can go to it, town. Yeah. Hon- honestly, but if you're not that person, you can also just do a basic wash, yeah. serum, moisturize, SPF, and that's it. You can literally just do that. And I think like that is that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Definitely, no, definitely. But it's still having the education that's important as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then knowing knowing what your skin needs because that's another mm-hmm. thing. It's you know I think a lot of people want to start wearing trying different products, mm-hmm. but it's also like what does your skin actually exactly. need? Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Like because as a content creator, you guys get sent a lot of new mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like how hard is it not to try everything at once? Oh, listen, I'm always wanting to try. Like I always want to something will come and I'll be like, oh, this sounds good. This looks good. Oh, I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. But then I remember the progress I've made with the products I'm currently using. And yeah. if by chance one day I'm like, you know what, let me give this a go. Um, like I heard about the inky list last July or something like that. And yeah, it's like, I was quite late to that. Yeah, it's too. always been on my I feel like it's quite a new brand, no. It's they're new but not. Like they've been, like you said, like last year. Yeah. I think they're around last year to the yeah, yeah, because they came after the ordinary. Yes, that's yeah, what exactly. I remember. So mm-hmm. and the ordinary is perhaps maybe like five, six years old or something. It's not that mm. that like they haven't been around that long. Um, that long. But exactly. Yeah, no, I get sent things and I'm like, oh, I want to try. So the inky list was on my radar, and I think I was like, oh, do you know what? I've heard about it. Let me just see what more I can learn about it. And I see it every now and then, like yeah. every. Um, I think I went to Dubai last year and I saw they had like a big um, display in the Sephora and the Dubai Mall oh, and I was nice. like oh I still want to try this brand but I gave myself some mm-hmm. time um, and then I recently bought it I've only bought it like last week and I've been trying it ever since then but mm-hmm. they're brands that I like see and I'm like okay I want to get into but I want to learn more before I just buy it and try it because that's what I would do in the yeah, past yeah. I'll just buy anything and I'll just be trying it um, mm-hmm. but now that I know exactly what I need and the things I need to use if I'm seeing a particular like thing in the ingredients list that I know that my skin doesn't particularly like, I'm not gonna try it. Like that is enough to put me mm-hmm. off. No, but I that is so true. You know, when you because my thing is I love skincare, but I'm always like, you know what, I don't know if I can do this content mm. skincare creator because it's like you have to try a new product yeah. every so often. I'm, and I'm like you, my skin wants it like something. Mm. I don't want to te- I don't want to literally test yeah. fate because the wrong thing can just throw it all yeah, off. Yeah, honestly, like I want to try retinols, but I think maybe I tried it. Oh, have you not started yet? I think I tried once and I don't mm. know whether or not it's just my skin being my skin, but I definitely broke out and somebody was like, that's what happened. Yeah. I, was like, I don't have the picture. Yeah. Like, why am I going to put myself <laughs> in the hala? I'm trying to make it better, but I'm putting myself in trouble. If I know that perhaps maybe last lockdown that would have been the perfect opportunity to do it because I wasn't really like, yeah. going out yeah I could cover the spots when I was doing content and stuff but you know like no it's good have you tried 
Have you tried Bokuchu oil? No. That is meant to be bet. It's like so. It's kind of good for sensitive people. If you're if retinol or retinol, all those are too strong for you. Mm -hmm. This is like the natural version of retinol. It doesn't cause breakouts. It doesn't do. I've been using it because I'm like so with retinol. Now that I'm 30, we need to stop paying attention and start doing these things. But I tried retinol before and I didn't have the best experience either. I broke out and I don't know if I went for the strong one too quick. I started peeling really badly and then that started leaving like dark hyperpigmentation. So then I think it was only kind of last this year I started trying Bakuchio mm. and I'm like, oh, this, it feels good. Like try it. There's, uh, there's a brand that I've been using called uh, Garden of Wisdom. Okay. It's kind of like the same price range as Inkylist and um, and well, who are they? The ordinary, like they're around the same oh, price, ten pounds, twelve pounds. But babes, when I tell you their product, really, it is yes. I was using their hyaluronic acid okay. and even um, kojic oil, kojic acid. Their products are amazing, and they're like twenty. Like I said, ten. I think the most expensive thing that they have in their collection, I think, was like twenty pounds. Okay. Yeah, for vitamin C and folic folic acid, I believe, mm, okay. like 10, 20 pounds. G-O-W, Garden of Wisdom. Okay. That's that's a good brand. So maybe if you can't do retinol, mm. try Bakushio because I know what you mean. When you start adding things to your skin mm. and it doesn't accept yeah. it, I mean, I'd it's love, done that. You know, I'd love to, to get the results, but it's just, I don't know if I'm just willing to, to go through that because my thing is now i'm just trying to get to a point where my skin can be good and comfortable with what i use yeah. so i don't know if i want to go back to that place where i was just in a bad place overall and i feel like that's what retinol yeah before it gets better i don't know if no, it's, ready. it's strong yeah. try i think try let's try that you'll definitely like you'll see an improvement yeah, okay you'll see an improvement. it down so I've written it down. No, that's amazing. So apart from, uh, so what do you have going on right now? So if you let all your, because at the, when we had your clubhouse, yeah. you said that you were thinking about launching a podcast as well. That was something. I want to do it. I'm just really scared. I think you should. I know. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know if I have enough to, I have a lot to say because of course I've been through a lot in life and I have a lot of life experience. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think. But um, I'm the kind of person that, because I feel like I've kind of done X, Y, Z, and I've been, mm -hmm. I started certain things by myself, and you know, I ran with it by myself. I'm at the point mm -hmm. where I'm just like, I don't really want to have to do this by myself again. I, I think guess. that's more where I'm at. And it's not even coming from a place where I'm being lazy. I just, I want help. Like, I want help with it. I, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm not that kind of person to say I want help. I would never, ever, ever, perhaps a couple mm -hmm. years ago, admit that I need help. I would find the answer. I'd go through the trenches. Whether it works or not, I would yeah. still make something of it. But um, this is like a territory that I know nothing about. And I don't, yeah. wanna, I want somebody to help me, whether it's a podcast director or somebody who knows the ins and outs. I just want to tell you this is my structure this these are the topics i have um just let me come let me record you deliver me the pieces it goes up i promote mm -hmm. it i put it on my platform we go again week after week after week after week 
I just don't feel like right now I have the capacity to take that on by myself and do it all by myself again. Do you know what I mean? And that's literally the only reason why I haven't gone for it. You know, I don't have a team. I don't, my boyfriend takes my pictures for me. I edit, I post, I do videos, I edit them, I post them, I plan all my travel trips, I book my shoot spaces, I pay for those. Like I'm doing everything as it is. And of course it's not much compared to some things that other people are doing. And I understand No, but it's time consuming. It's time consuming. consuming. And I just don't know whether or not, I want to do it so badly, but I just don't know whether I have it in me to just do it all by myself. I have to record it, then I have to edit it, then I have to get in touch with people to be on the show. And I don't really want to do that. Like I want the the product, but I can't lie to you. Like I just can't stretch myself in so many different places. And I know... For the fact that I'm saying it, I know I can do it because I'm very much capable of doing it. And I definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. But do it. But I don't want to. You know? <laughs> no, it's a lot. Do you know what? Everything that you've said, it's, it is it is like that where you, especially when you're a one-man team. Yeah. I think sometimes for me, I get I get a lot overwhelmed because I'm like, by myself. My earphones oh, died. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. I'm going to put them back in. No worries. Yeah, because the thing that I, I, I get exactly what you're saying, like when I'm by myself, like you're doing everything, you're recording, you're trying to look for guests, then you have to edit. So it is it is a lot. I, I definitely would love for you to get to that space where you can, because I just think we need so many women voices, black women's voices. I think the podcast industry is amazing, but you're not lying with the, it is time consuming. I, I don't want to do it and not, and like neglects all the other parts of my work and mm-hmm. my career and stuff yeah so if you know anyone that wants to jump on board I just need somebody who knows how to do all these things so all I need to do is just be the voice and focus on what I'm discussing yeah. and the topics and 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 all the other parts of it I just don't want to have to do it all by myself I don't I'm admitting it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Like, I want to be able to shoot content during the week and I want to be able to focus on mm-hmm. other things. And I don't want to just add this to the list of things that I'm like stressing over week after week after week after week. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm tired of no, I, constantly yeah. stressing out. I'm tired of like, oh, it took so long for me to like be able to like trust management and and hand over to management that took a long time it was only last year before that I was doing everything by myself I was reading contracts signing contracts looking for shoot spaces looking for outfits styling makeup hair lighting editing everything I don't want to do this by myself people don't know this Mm. people don't I think this is the side of content creating that people don't see like people don't actually realize that you have to it's a lot. It's a lot. And to be like, I've done it for so many years, like so mm-hmm. many years. And I'm very grateful that I have all the knowledge and I've been able to kind of gather um, understanding of it. And I'm creative. So I know how lighting works and okay. cameras work and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is just one thing that I definitely don't want to have to do it by myself. I want to, I want to get somebody on board. I want to hire someone who has the expertise and the know-how. And I just come, I have the topics and I'm just the voice of it. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, everything else, I'm I can't with lie. You. I don't know how to do it. Uh, no, I'm with, 
I'm with you. Like, honestly, I'm with you. Like, the thing for me, I've learned so much doing mm -hmm. it. Like, I'm not, I wasn't doing what you were doing before. So I had time to kind of start the editing. Mm -hmm. And now I'm seeing it. I've learned so much because you learn, like, how to put things together, mm -hmm. how to edit. I'm out here using Audacity, mm -hmm. how to add intro music. Like, I do everything on my own. I do the editing Amazing. and sometimes it becomes, it, it gets so overwhelming. You're just like, oh my God, if I don't do this, like, my episode that was meant to be out Sunday gone, when I went to listen to it, the audio didn't really pick up. We weren't in sync. So on it, that literally, it's a mental thing where I was just like, you know what, let me just take a day off. Let me, but whereas if you probably had, if I had a producer or I had someone that knows about mm. sound that could bring it back, yeah. I could, so I get it. I get it, sis. I really do. It's not, and, oh, just it's not something that, that as well is already, because oh, like, yeah i can't lie i just let me, i'm just being very honest here i just and this is not coming from a place of where i'm being lazy i just want to make sure it is of great quality and great standard and i can give my all when it comes to talking about the topics yeah i don't want to have to focus on all those other things like i want somebody else to jump on board with it you know well, I think people are hearing you. So anyone, any producers <laughs> out there that is please, listening to this, yeah. reach out. Please reach out to me too because I want someone to, <laughs> to, no, to help me yeah. too. Let's not be shy, like you start... shy of, um, let's not be scared to say that we need help or we don't know what we're doing or we need assistance. No. And that was me. I'd never want to tell people I don't know what I'm doing. I'll just wing it. Really? I'm blagging it. But this one, I don't want to blag. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true mm. and i also think what would be so great is collaborating mm. i see a lot of um a lot of people collaborate i think we should outsource yeah. that is something mm. that as creatives we like pushing it to be like no outsource mm. people because you can't be good at everything yeah. you can't exactly. be you can't be you really can't like i think before you could when you start it you're just like okay, it's my idea let me do it but i'm really at the stage where i'm like no i want people mm. we can do a team mm. like you have a collective mm. idea we want the podcast to do this and let's all come together mm -hmm. like to get different people so i get that i think it's it can get a bit lonely mm. especially when you're doing things by yourself it gets lonely you don't know what you're doing yeah, yeah. and you know I, I have the spirit and the drive in me if i come across something that perhaps feels like a roadblock i will definitely try and find how to solve it mm -hmm. you know but trying to solve everything else in my life i want to do this thing but I just don't want I don't want that pressure for my mental health. I don't I just I don't want to add it on top yeah. of everything else. And I don't want it to be like when I finally started it that I'm like, oh wow, goodness, this is a bit too much. Because I've already committed. <laughs> you know, I've already committed and I don't want to have a week where I'm not able to deliver an episode or this or that. Like I want I mm -hmm. when I commit to something, I fully commit to it. So yeah let's not be afraid to ask for help you know it was even perhaps last year or the year before that i got somebody to edit one of my videos for me for the first time ever i took that leap really? yeah i took that leap and it didn't quite work out but i tried it you know because i knew that i just didn't have the time to do it by myself and if i want to deliver the content i'm gonna have to get somebody on board i tried it i did that you know i can say i've done that um would i do it again yeah heck yeah probably but it won't be that same person but I'm at the stage where yeah, I know that I, I'm I'm gonna need to be outsourcing if I'm gonna need to be here, there, and everywhere. You know, like I said to you at the beginning of the of this um our chat, I said to my, my son, I was like, How can I multiply myself? Because I literally feel like I, I need yeah, to be yeah, here yeah. there and do this and do that and send this by a certain time and I need to eat. I haven't even eaten today. And you know, just me oh me either. 
I think I think people don't people don't actually realize and that's also talking to myself yeah. I you know sometimes I'm like oh I'm not really working yeah. I'm not really doing the best if you haven't eaten and it's one o'clock babes you're doing as hard you're working you're doing the best yeah, that you can you know, you're with working. the time that you Absolutely. have like because usually when you you know I think for me it was oh when you're in the office mm. by 12 you're dying for lunch but I'm like, you know how hard it is to be at home yeah. and you still have to do the house yeah. thing, but still do the mum thing. Like, yeah. The mum oh, the mum thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't want to do it. Sometimes you you're like, I woke up today and I don't want to do it. I don't anything. want to do it. How many come do it for me? <laughs> Need to outsource well, this. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> outsource this a couple of hours. <laughs> This is, no, it's for real. So I, you know what, babes, I understand it. Don't add extra things to yourselves, especially, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I, I'm going to do it. I will do it. However, Thank happens, you. I'm going to do it because I, I definitely still want to have these there's conversations. Some, there's someone that's listening that, that is going to reach out. Oh, like, amen. I pray so. <laughs> it, it's, it's coming. It's coming. No, honestly, I think... I think it's really important. I I definitely wanted to have you on the show. I just mm -hmm. I loved your energy. I love the pot. I really do love the clubhouse thing because I I don't think you realize how many people are in there listening, taking notes. I last time I was just like making notes, oh, that's especially so how to that's so yeah, like how to take you know from something that is just a hobby. Mm -hmm. It starts off as a hobby, and then there's a moment you're just like, okay, no, I want to turn it into yeah, something. Yeah. What do I do mm -hmm. next? So like. I've got to a point where I'm just like, okay, I love this podcast thing. I love talking to women. I love doing this. This is what I want to do as a job. What's next? Mm -hmm. And so your room, it it really does. It gives everyone so honest and transparent. People are giving like genuine, genuine, genuine mm -hmm. advice. And I love, I think, is it Chloe, yeah. your manager, when she comes on? Like, honestly, giving genuine advice mm -hmm. that people can do what they need to do with it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's, Babes, I appreciate no, 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 it. I really you. do. That, that was the reason why we started it, you know, because I'd always yeah. I'd come onto Clubhouse and I'd see so many rooms of how to be an influencer and influencer and content this. And I'd listen to yeah. the advice that people are giving, and it was always the same advice. Always the same advice. Mm -hmm. They're always talking about the same thing. Um, and of course, in, in our rooms as well, there's some things that come up um, week after week, but that's fine because that, yeah, yeah. that's probably people who haven't been tuned in from week one. So we're trying to make yeah, it a yeah. series and definitely we'll go back to certain topics and we'll always mention certain things because again it's just a part of the job and part of the industry part of the business naturally you're gonna there's some things that will come up um over again um but i was just mm -hmm. like i'm sick of hearing all of this like you lot need to actually know yeah good lighting yeah good camera yeah good quality pictures yeah you post it on instagram yeah. engagement and understand this and understand that but before you get to the place where you're making the content how are you going to be working with brands before you get to the point where you're working with yeah. brands how do you even contact brands how do you structure an email how do you create reports how mm -hmm. do you invoice how do you do all these other things um and yeah everybody wants to have a manager but then how do you get to the point where you can it makes sense yeah. business-wise to have a manager because you can have a manager but you're not getting any paid work so your manager's mm -hmm. just supposed to sit at home you're looking at each other your manager's looking at you you're looking at manager <laughs> it's like so who does what Who's yeah what? How do we go from here? You know, we all need to understand how the business works. Yeah. And once you have that knowledge, like I said in the beginning, like I'm just so grateful to have all the knowledge that I have. And that's come from yeah. experience. I won't have the knowledge if I wasn't able to experience all the different things. Um, and when I started, there was nowhere to go for this. I couldn't ask anybody mm -hmm. else because we were all just doing 
it how we thought it's meant to be done and now it's kind of yeah like, yeah yeah there was no rules. there was no rules and there's still no rules but of course there's certain standards and i think once you have a standard and once you believe in yourself and have like know your worth um yeah like have the knowledge have the experience believe in yourself have standards and and, and know that your your stuff needs to be great quality everything else is just gonna like fall into place and that was one reason yeah. why i definitely wanted to have these conversations you know i'm tired of hearing yeah you know i've got this camera you can take pictures this way and stand in the sun for golden hour yeah. and buy this light there's so much more to it than that so much more to it no than i that. I really appreciate I really appreciate those conversations. I really did because I just feel like we can talk about all the great lightning yeah. lighting. What about all the contracts? Because if you're trying to make money from this, sis, like what's the contract the contracts, saying? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you know, the terminology as well. And yeah, and oh yeah, so many things to it that that needed to be discussed. And we're we're gonna try and continue the conversation. Hopefully, maybe could turn it to a podcast. I don't know. <laughs> this I, listen, oh, I, I was literally no. I was literally thinking that I was like, if it, if there's, see someone who's listening, guys, this could be the podcast where you do a series mm. of, you know, conversations with people who are in this because mm. Esther, this industry is not dying anytime yeah, soon. It's only getting content bigger, creation is getting yeah. bigger, honestly. Yeah. And for I'm, you know, I'm a champion for women. Mm. I love women. Yeah. It's you know, International Women's Day. I love. But I always have, I've got such a soft spot for black women. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always great when someone like yourself, who is in a position now where you're like, you know what, I can help, mm -hmm. I can help someone mm -hmm. else, like cut down what you had to go through. Yeah, yeah, that. that is like well. that's, I think as, as black women, like we always need someone who's done it before mm -hmm. to give whatever advice that they mm -hmm. have. So babes, please. <laughs> when there's a team that comes together do it yeah, like because you have the knowledge you have yeah. the knowledge to help a lot of these black content creators because i, I you know it's one of those some of the things i went through like i don't want you mm. to be blindsided by a particular terminology and contracts like i don't you know why should yeah. you like i've i've been through that door and that door's closed and locked and burnt down so you don't have to go through well, things like that so um yeah and I'm always here to help like I always say to people I, the people are, that are directly around me are the people that I obviously help the most and give the most like advice to yeah. because they're directly um around me and connected to me and stuff but if people reach out and they ask me something I'm like yeah this is what you do this is how you do it this is what I did and this is mm -hmm. how it works um but yeah don't be afraid to ask again like I was saying before uh, yeah I'm not scared to ask or because I need help I, I can't do it by myself so yeah no, you have to. You really have to. I think this is also a nice industry. I've always, I've always gravitated towards something creative. I tried the nine to five world, and I said, "This is not for me." And mm -hmm. so, I think the creative world, we all need to work together, however possible. It's not, it's not a competition because we all bring different things to the table. Exactly. I think you know when before I started my podcast, you have that. I had that fear of oh it's the same no one's gonna listen to it and then my little five friends were like babes we like it so mm. i just think there's space for there's always space for something yeah. new there's space yeah. there's there's got to be something different you bring to Absolutely. the table so there shouldn't be no jealousy we should all work together collaborate because we're all given different completely different vibes yeah. and if one person's winning we're all winning man and that's how we should see this is it, it. Like, yeah, if one person this winning, is it i'm gonna be like the doors open you look come through come through come through really? you know yeah no honestly in, in all kinds of areas and it just takes one person to be there 
in order for somebody else to feel like okay no i i, I aspire to be there also and and you know the powers yeah. the power's really begun that's literally i think that's been that's been my energy for a while now just to be like if you see someone else doing something there should never be any jealousy you should be like you know what she can do it the door's exactly. open for so when i see black women doing things i'm like you know what if she's doing mm. this like we can there's space for some of us for a lot of us to go in there mm. if that's what you want to yeah, do definitely. so i think it's definitely no competition mm. we're all in this absolutely absolutely man that's and that's the mindset definitely it is well first of all i want to say thank you so so no, much for first of all agreeing to come on the podcast because i know like <laughs> i said i just jumped on <laughs> i came on the stage i was like can you come oh, on that's so, fine. thank you for I, doing that as well this is like my second one since that clubhouse room so i appreciate yeah. it no it's definitely bringing me out of my did comfort you, zone so i'm so happy to do it no i appreciate you did you enjoy yeah, it definitely. So your first... i did i did this one I, and that one i, I did it. i enjoyed them it was nice it was nice taster to how it will be oh that's mm. amazing what is there anything that you've got coming up that you'd like the listeners to um not, to keep not an eye particularly, out for? definitely keep an eye out for the podcast and i'd love all your support when that does happen um and yeah just appreciate you supporting my content whether or not you see it um on the different platforms um but no thank you for the support and thank you for having me on as well and well done for this this, yeah. is, this is amazing oh amazing please tell people where they can find oh. you or you so i'm all over the gaff you can find me on instagram <laughs> instagram is estagrams um youtube is esther live and um i'm on tiktok as well and it's esther so esther is spelled e-s-t-a-r-e and once you type that into like Instagram, you are probably the first one that it comes, comes up. up. It's first choice. <laughs> and it's on YouTube. You it. can type that in, I'm probably the first one that comes up. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Amazing. And also Clubhouse. And Clubhouse. Guys, if you yeah. are Yeah, because I think Clubhouse, oh, it it gets a bad right now, everyone's like, Oh, there's nonsense conversation. But no, guys, you mm. have to like Just anything else. You have yeah, filter through it. <clears throat> exactly. So if you're on Clubhouse, definitely. I think it's every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday yeah. No, guys. So if you are interested, and it's not just, you know, beauty podcasts or fact, beauty influencers, it's a mix. Yeah. Like I, the, the last episode, I heard about podcasts and how to monetize mm. it, how to grow mm. it. So it's definitely a mix of people. So if you do have Clubhouse access, Guys, please, please go. Yeah. Like the Join us every Friday if you're looking to, yeah. you know, be a content creator or just turn your influencing hobby into a full-time career. Or even if you have a small business, it's great to come and listen as well how influencers do things mm -hmm. and how content creators work and how bigger brands um, work with influencers and content creators. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of good for everybody on a scope of, um, mm -hmm. like, brands, influencers and, and, like, business in general as well. Yeah. No, it, it really is. So there will be a podcast coming yeah, soon. Yeah, there, there will. Be, there will be. There will be. Someone is listening and will be like, let's do this. It's, oh, it's needed. So keep an eye out. Thank you again, Esther. Thank you guys so much for listening. And like I said, it's Mother's Day. We're releasing this. So happy Mother's Day to you.